0: Welcome to the Emo Show. Today we're going to talk about boundaries. Yep, boundaries. And I'm going to use the parable of the white carpet to drive home the principle of a boundary and the strategy of protecting and respecting our boundaries to keep in what we want in our lives and keep out what we don't want in our lives. So without further ado, welcome to the Emo Show. The quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationships. But what is it that determines the strength or quality of our relationships? For over 20 years, I've been working in the trenches of relationship recovery and greatness. I empower people to take charge of their relationships and single-handedly bring about desired outcomes. This show cuts through the fluffy stuff and gets to the nitty-gritty of what makes a relationship work. I'm going to teach you practical tools and principles to transform the important relationships in your life and bring about greater satisfaction and fulfillment. Get ready to transform your life through the power of relationship skills. It's time for the Emil Show. All right, so this is the first time I'm actually going to record myself video and audio with the podcast. So we're going to see how well this turns out. And uh, if it turns out good, we'll probably put this up on YouTube. Today's podcast is brought to you by yours truly, Emil Harker. If you're interested in learning more about how to make your marriage more amazing, just go to my website at emolharker.com. emolharker.com, e m i l h a r k e r dot com, where you can actually get a free book on you can turn conflict into closeness: 7 communication skills to make your marriage more amazing. Anyway, that was kind of a shameless plug for the book. But I truly believe that when people read the book and the feedback that I've got, I mean, you could get on, just go on amazon.com and just check out my book, You Can Turn Conflict Into Closeness, and just see what other people say. These are people I don't even know. So it's not like I'm paying them to say cool things. I just want people to know that there is a way to deal with conflict and avoid contention And actually use conflict to turn it into closeness. Because that's, I mean, that's the whole point of conflict. It's the cusp in which things can turn into a breakthrough. But if we don't handle it very well, we can turn that conflict into a breakdown. Today's topic is about boundaries. And you're probably wondering, does the world need another podcast about boundaries? Oh my gosh, seriously. But here's the reason why I'm doing this is I hear so many different ideas about what boundaries are and how certain people use their boundaries as a weapon for manipulation to get what they want. Now, I'm totally cool with communicating in ways to get what you want. I'm all about that. But when someone says, Well, those don't fit in my boundaries, so you need to change your behavior, that's an abuse of boundaries. That's a misunderstanding of what boundaries are. Boundaries are the rules that help me keep in what I want in and keep out what I don't want in my life. Boundaries are the rules that help me keep in what I want in my life and keep out what I don't want in my life. And those boundaries, are protected by myself, not a demand that I place on other people because I don't want to have to do something to protect and respect my own boundaries. Telling people what they need to do so that it fits better with me is not in harmony with healthy boundaries. Telling people what they need to do is different than inviting them inviting them into my circle of life and love. They can or they cannot, they will or they will not do the things that they need to do to be a part of my inner sanctum, whether that's my partner or a friend or a parent or who doesn't matter. It is my responsibility not to get other people's behavior to change, but it's my responsibility on how I'm going to respond get it response. my response, my response to their behavior is how I defend and protect my boundaries. Again, it is not my right to tell people what they need to do or should do so that I feel more comfortable. I know that might be very hard for people to understand. It is an invitation, not. An expectation. It is my responsibility to do something, not theirs. This brings up the parable of the white carpet. This will help us understand more about what boundaries are and what we're supposed to do, not what they're supposed to do. So this is the parable of the white carpet. Imagine that you have built this custom house. Oh, it's a beautiful house. It is your dream home. And one of the things that you've done for your home that makes it super special is you've got this white carpet in your home and instead of getting the normal carpet padding you've got like the two inch memory foam as your carpet padding and the white carpet isn't just your normal white carpet okay this is like as soft as rabbit fur except for you didn't have to kill any rabbits Just a soft, silky carpet. It's just, it's like a spa for your feet. You just can't wait to come home, kick off your shoes, and walk around on this white carpet. Now, you want to share this comfort, this amazing experience with your partner or your parent or your friend, okay? So, in this situation, let's call it our partner. And so, In the parable, we call up our partner. Let's call him Ted. Ted! Oh my gosh, you're going to love my house. It's absolutely gorgeous, and the carpet's put in. It's amazing. You're going to love it. I want you to come over and check it out and experience this with me because I want to share my white carpet with you. And by the way, they're putting in sod right now, and it's been kind of rainy, and so it's a little muddy, so I need to make sure just kick off your shoes before you come in. Okay. Now here comes Ted. 20 minutes later, there's a knock on the door. You answer the door and there's Ted. Oh, he looks so fantastic. I mean, ruggedly handsome. He's got your favorite snack from Maverick. He's got your favorite drink. And you glance down at his feet and he's got his boots on. and But he's, his hands are full with Your favorite treats. He's so thoughtful, right? Glance down to his feet and you go, hey, go ahead and kick off your shoes and come on in. Now, that would be a reasonable thing to do. But there are some people who don't even do that. What they do is they go, oh, how thoughtful and sweet. He's got me a treat. Come on in. Now, most of you'd go, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. But I want you to think about it. Maybe there's some ways in your life that you actually do do that. Okay, but back to the parable. Let's say you have a conversation with Ted, and you say, hey, Ted, thanks so much for bringing me this wonderful treat. Go ahead and kick off your shoes and come on in. I want to show you my house. Now, it's not our job to wrestle their shoes off of them and force them to take off their shoes. It's an invitation. And the threshold, the boundary, okay, the threshold of the door, that is the decision-making factor right there. If they come in with their muddy shoes, will they violate the sanctity of the white carpet? Will they ruin it with their muddy shoes? Now, some people think, well, I shouldn't focus on the muddy shoes. I should focus on the person. I mean, he's such a great guy. He brought me a treat. It would be rude of me to not invite him in the house because of his thoughtfulness. And he's more important than the mud. So come on in. Some people do that and they spend their time talking with and sharing and, you know, oh my gosh, thank you for coming into my beautiful house and all the white carpet. And the whole time, they're not looking down at the carpet and they're trying to keep their eyes averted from their shoes because they know if they start looking at the shoes, they might be frustrated. They might be disappointed, maybe even resentful that they didn't insist on taking off their shoes before they came in the house. Now, Imagine Ted hanging out at the house it's time to go hugs and kisses out he goes and he is clueless on the mess he left on the white carpet and so what does she do she notices all the places that he walked where he sat she gets underneath the the kitchen sink and grabs the cleaning supplies and she starts to scrub and scrub to get that soil out of the white carpet and as she's Scrubbing it out, it's hard for her not to think about how frustrated and disappointed she is with him that he didn't take off his shoes and is leaving her with all this work to do to keep the carpet nice and refreshing and comforting and inviting and soothing. But who should she be really disappointed and frustrated with? That's right, she should be frustrated with herself for not having insisted on him taking off his shoes. Now, some of you are going, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Didn't you just get through telling us that you can't change someone's behavior? You, you can't order someone to do something? Absolutely true. So, let's rewind, okay? Let's go all the way back to the threshold, the boundary. Now, let's say that she's inviting him to take off his shoes before he comes into the white carpet. Because, let's be honest, if he keeps his shoes on, is he going to appreciate and value the spa-like experience that his feet could have if they were to sink into the carpet. If he's got his shoes on, he's not going to experience that. And so he's not going to truly appreciate the value of the white carpet and its delightful padding. So let's rewind all the way back to the threshold. And so here's Teddy, knocks on the door. He's got his treats right there. And she knows how important it is to keep that white carpet but instead of making the decision well he's more important than the mud she asks a different question the different question is is what's more important to him my white carpet or the convenience of keeping his shoes on see a lot of us we don't think that question we just think well, well what's more important to me him or the mud we don't ask the question what's more important to him the convenience of his shoes or the white carpet experience. Now, we can sweetly and lovingly stand at the threshold and say, hey, I would love you to come in, but in order to come in, you gotta kick off your shoes because you're going to miss out on the delightful feeling that your feet will have on the white carpet because that's one of the things that's really special about my house. Now, you don't have to take off your shoes if you don't want to, but if you don't want to, we're gonna hang out on the front porch, And have a nice little chit chat out here because I won't allow the mud in the house. I love you and that's why I'm going to spend time with you. But if you choose to keep your shoes on, which I will respect, then you don't get to come in the house. Which is what I get to choose. Because what is the house and what is the white carpet by now? Hopefully you can see that the white carpet is my sensitivities, my depth my willingness to share it's my heart okay that's my soul and i don't want to let anything into my house okay who i am that would ruin what's beautiful about me and i don't want to have to spend the time cleaning up the messes that you bring into my life now no one is a hundred percent clean okay there might be a little bit of mud on the cuff of the the pants But that's completely different than being unwilling to do what they can do to respect and protect the sanctum, the inner part of the house. When we make the decision to protect and respect what's important to us, we have to be able to defend that threshold, the boundary. We can't invite them into the house with their muddy shoes and then get on their case for wearing the muddy shoes. We're the one that let him in the house in the first place. Now, we can always say, whoa, I made a big mistake here. My apologies. This is totally on me. I need to be more firm in my boundaries because what I have to share, my white carpet, is is something I really want to be able to share with you and have you truly appreciate it. And when I said it was okay for you to leave your shoes on, it prevented you from truly appreciating the white carpet, my heart. So next time I'm going to insist, if you want to come in the house, that's if you want to come in the house to take off your shoes. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. We'll just hang out on the front patio and we'll chat. Once we put them in that situation where they have to choose which is more important, the white carpet or the convenience of their shoes, then they might go, you know what? I think it's better for me to take off my shoes so that I can appreciate the white carpet. And only when they take off their shoes and come into the house, they go, oh my gosh, I can totally see why you'd want me to take off my shoes. Not only because it would prevent you from keeping the carpet nice and refreshing and welcoming and this spa-like sensation, but it would, it would prevent me from being able to experience it myself. How are we violating the laws that keep in what we want in and keep out what we want out. And then when we're dissatisfied, unfulfilled, and frustrated, we blame the other person. Boundaries are the rules that we follow to keep in what we want in our lives and keep out what we don't want in our lives. We're going to have some more discussions about some of the parables for life, how to Increase the sense of quality, satisfaction, and fulfillment in our lives. How do we manage relationships more effectively so that we get more out of our relationships? And so do they, because great relationships are the result of two people who are anxiously engaged in making it better. So tune in next time. We're going to be talking about the poo burrito, we're going to be talking about the loving crisis and a lot of other metaphors and parables to help us apply these lessons in our lives and making our relationships tons better. If you want to learn more about how you can make your marriage more amazing, go to emilharker.com and at least get my free book. Start there. And if you like it and you want more information, you want more instruction, then sign up for my online program my marriage program so many relationships start off fantastically in love but they don't have a game plan to help them design and create a custom-built relationship so I have a whole program 12 lessons on how to design and create a custom-built relationship just for you